Hello there, and welcome to the new Milking It podcast hosted by yours truly, Taylor Johnson, the Omukama, or Superior Milkman of the International Society of Theoretical Milk Drinkers International Society. We're very pleased to bring you this fresh new podcast uh, featuring many special guests, um, as you might know, based on today's title, uh, our guest today is ChatGPT, a new AI from OpenAI, um, and we're very excited to kind of discuss milk theory with ChatGPT. And before we get started into any content, I'm just going to give a quick backstory on the International Society of Theoretical Milk Drinkers International Society, and then we'll jump into how the podcast came to be, and then we'll conclude today's first episode of Milking It, Discussions on Dairy, uh, having a quick conversation with an AI system, ChatGPT, about milk theory. I'm going to probe a little bit of ChatGPT's Thoughts, concerns, um, ideas, really, ChatGPT's theories regarding milk, dairy products, dairy consumption, uh, milk composition, all of those exquisite topics will be covered here today. But first, how did a fellow like myself get involved in some society regarding milk, specifically milk theory. And I, uh, I'll take you all the way back to, uh, it was 2021, and I was visiting my sister at her college. And while I was staying um, at her school, I happened to you know, sleep on the floor of uh, this, this guy, uh, his name's Brady Pfeiffer. Uh, a little shout out to to good old Brady Pfeiffer, and you know we would stay up late, and you know we had cereal nights while I was out there visiting, and you know while we were while we were having one of those cereal nights, Brady suggested uh, a concept that might be familiar to some. It was popularized by. Andy Dwyer, a character on Parks and Recreation, where he he says something to the effect of, you know, if I keep reading these milk bottles and they they all read 2% milk, and I'm always wondering to myself, what's the other 98%? (laughs) And, um, you know, Brady got, got me thinking, and we were talking with a dear friend, Tristan, and Really, the three of us started hashing out this concept for the International Society of Theoretical Milk Drinkers International Society. And, you know, call me crazy, I took it a little serious. And, you know, we started a website, we started an Instagram page. And, you know, here we are about a year and a half later uh, starting this new podcast. So, all that aside, um, Uh, after Martin Luther King Day this year, decided, you know what, 
it's time we're going to do the podcast. And just a quick backstory on how this podcast got its name. Uh, it's so integral to today's guest, ChatGPT. And while I was brainstorming this podcast idea, um, I spent a little bit of time in the previous weeks doing a bunch of research into how AI systems are working. Uh, the brand new system that's out is OpenAI's ChatGPT. And so I was you know, conversing with this artificial intelligence and kind of exploring the boundaries of what it can do. And I was fascinated by its ability. First and foremost, I just started asking it to write me jokes. You know, you can ask it, hey, write me a joke in the style of this comedian uh, on this subject. And it did a decent job, you know. But I was starting to realize and discover ways in which it was actually useful. Because if you just go with OpenAI's first response to you, it sounds really generated. Um, and it's, it doesn't do what it claims to do. Um, it's a really, really cool service. Um, but a lot of times you have to probe it further and further to get it to tell you what you really want to hear. And I found that if I would tell it, okay, tell me a joke, it would say something like, why did the chicken cross the playground to get to the other slide? And I'd be like, haha, funny, but not that funny, right? How about you integrate this into some sort of story? And then it would give a more elaborate setup to the joke um, and it did a much better job. And after doing some experimentation with jokes, um, with I asked it to write me a sermon, <laughs> I asked it to do all these different tasks, um, and after telling it a few, basically telling the, the AI system, this is what I liked about what you did, this is what I didn't like, can you revise it? Do it again. And oftentimes I would ask, hey, write me 10 of the same idea in a different way. And then it gives you 10 different things that you can pick and choose and look at what you're interested in. And so while I'm going through all these things, about to tie it back to, to dairy, <laughs> um, while I'm going through all these things, I asked it, hey, give me 15 good names for a podcast um, discussing the intricacies of milk theory. And, you know, I fully expected to get some crappy uh, computer-generated responses, but the top two things that it, that it uh, suggested for me was milking it, and I just, I busted up laughing when this AI gave me that and the second thing was discussions on dairy. And I was like, wow, I'm just going to steal those um, and start a podcast. And that is what you're listening to right now. And so without further ado, uh, we're going to segue the rest of the show into discussing some different concepts of milk theory with this open AI system, 
chat GPT. Now, OpenAI system, would you like to introduce yourself? I am ChatGPT, a large language model trained by OpenAI. I am here to assist you with any questions or information you may need. How can I help you today? Well, we're doing a podcast here on milk theory. Do you have any initial things you'd like to say about milk theory? Milk is a nutrient-rich liquid produced by mammals to feed their young. It is a natural source of vitamins and minerals, including calcium, potassium, and vitamin D. The composition of milk can vary depending on the species of mammal and their diet. Okay, so it seems our open AI doesn't have a lot to say about milk theory. Now, as I mentioned earlier on in the podcast, the way to really get these AI systems to give you valuable responses worth listening to is when you probe a little deeper. So we're going to ask specifically what this AI's take on pasteurization is. So, hey, chat GPT, what is your take on the pasteurization of milk? Pasteurization is a process that involves heating a liquid, such as milk, to a specific temperature for a certain amount of time in order to kill any harmful bacteria that may be present. This process was first developed by Louis Pasteur in the 19th century. Pasteurization helps to ensure that milk is safe to consume and can prevent the spread of diseases such as tuberculosis and brucellosis. However, it also can affect taste and nutritional properties of the milk. It is important to be aware that pasteurization does not remove or kill all harmful bacteria, and it is still important to handle and store milk properly to prevent the growth of bacteria. Okay, so we've encountered a limitation. ChatGPT can't really give specific um, specific opinions based on personal experience. Oftentimes, if you ask it to elaborate, give me your specific personal opinion on it, it'll give you a response like, I'm an AI language model. I do not have personal experiences. Something to that effect. And so here's where we're at odds with inquiring the AI. Now let's try another tactic. Hey, ChatGPT, what would be the classic American hipster's take on milk pasteurization? Some individuals within the hipster subculture may be more likely to prefer raw or unpasteurized milk, due to the belief that it is more natural and contains more nutrients than pasteurized milk. They may also be more likely to seek out locally sourced and organic products, and may view pasteurization as a form of industrialization that detracts from the natural purity of the milk. Okay, so chat GPT, would you say that there are safety concerns with consuming unpasteurized milk? And can you summarize it to me as if I were a second grader? Unpasteurized milk is milk that has not been heated to a high enough temperature to kill harmful bacteria that can make you sick. These bacteria can cause problems like stomach aches, vomiting, and even serious illnesses. So, to make sure the milk is safe to drink, we heat it up for a little bit to kill the bad germs. This process is called pasteurization. When milk is pasteurized, it's safe for everyone to drink, including little kids like you. Okay, I'm a bit offended. I am not a second grader. Uh, I asked you to explain it as if I were a second grader. Um, nonetheless, uh, 
ChatGPT, is there a valid argument to say that those bacteria are actually healthy for the human gut? There is some evidence to suggest that certain types of bacteria found in raw milk, such as probiotics, may have health benefits for the gut. Some people argue that pasteurization kills these beneficial bacteria, making the milk less nutritious. However, it's important to note that pasteurization also kills harmful bacteria that can cause serious illnesses, such as E. coli, salmonella, and listeria. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, advises that raw milk should not be consumed by anyone, especially children, the elderly, pregnant women, and people with weakened immune systems, due to the risk of foodborne illness. It's worth noting that there are alternatives like fermented milk or kefir that have probiotics and other benefits, but are pasteurized and safe to consume. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess when we probe it enough, the AI sort of reveals a bias. Now, I'm not saying that I'm full-blown, let's consume unpasteurized dairy. I think there is a good argument to be had by the other side, but you can clearly see if you probe enough, the open AI will give you a position that it holds due to its programming. Sure. But we can get it to kind of defend a position more than another. Uh, let's move on from pasteurization on to a topic such as a one, a two milk. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the subject, let's have OpenAI explain it to us. So, hey, ChatGPT, can you explain to me in two sentences the differences between A1 and A2 milk? A1 and A2 refer to two different types of beta casein protein found in cow's milk. A1 milk contains the A1 protein and A2 milk contains the A2 protein. Some studies suggest that A2 milk may be easier to digest for some people, and may be less likely to cause digestive problems such as bloating, gas, and stomach pain. Alright, so this in mind, um, what is your take on lactose intolerance? And is A2 milk a viable option? Um, let's ask specifically, hey, ChatGPT, um, describe solutions for lactose intolerance. It's always recommended that people with lactose intolerance should try small amounts of milk or milk products and monitor their symptoms to see if they tolerate it. Also, there are lactose-free milk and other alternatives like almond milk or soy milk. Okay, um... I'm personally not a big fan of milk alternatives because they are, um, how you say, a lie. Um, so, chat GPT, I am anti-milk alternative. What is my solution for lactose intolerance? There are several options for individuals who are lactose intolerant and wish to continue consuming dairy products. One option is to consume lactose-free milk which has had the lactose removed. This can be found at most grocery stores and can be used in the same way as regular milk. Another option is to take lactase supplements, 
which contain the enzyme lactase that helps break down lactose. These supplements can be taken before consuming dairy products to help alleviate symptoms of lactose intolerance. Another option is to consume fermented dairy products such as yogurt and cheese. These have lower levels of lactose and can be more easily tolerated by people with lactose intolerance. Hard cheeses, such as cheddar and parmesan, have very low levels of lactose, it is a good alternative. Also, consulting with a doctor or a dietitian can provide a personalized solution according to the severity of the condition. Okay, so ChatGPT seems to be taking dairy consumption pretty seriously enough to consult a doctor um as we're winding down maybe we have one or two more questions for you chat gpt um uh, chat gpt how integral is dairy consumption to a person's diet dairy products are a good source of calcium and other essential nutrients but they are not essential for a healthy diet. Many non-dairy alternatives, such as leafy greens, nuts, and fortified plant-based milk, can provide similar levels of calcium and other nutrients. Some individuals may choose to eliminate dairy from their diet due to personal beliefs, dietary restrictions, or allergies. All right. <laughs> um, Chad GPT, thank you so much for all your input today. Um, please note to the listeners that None of the views expressed by ChatGPT are representative of the views of the International Society of Theoretical Milk Drinkers International Society. Uh, I'll make it blatantly clear, I am opposed to milk alternatives. Um, you heard it here first, folks. Um, but before ChatGPT goes, um, instead of having it read it, uh, because it's it won't do it justice. It wrote this poem for me. I asked it to write me a poem in the style of Shakespeare entitled An Ode to Milk. And this might be the most beautiful piece of poetry on milk there is. And it's written by an artificial intelligence. Um, we're going to close the episode out with this. Uh, know that if you want to hear more poetry about milk, cows, milk theory, and the like. A uh, little sneak peek to what next week's episode is going to be. Um, we're going to entitle it A Curated Collection of Cow Poetry. So come on back next week and listen to that. Um, but here is an ode to milk by ChatGPT. From cows that graze the verdant fields comes milk so pure and white. A drink that nature's bounty yields a treasure of great delight. With calcium it doth provide to keep our bones so strong, and vitamins to keep us spry and healthful all day long. But not just for our bones, tis true, this nectar doth provide for teeth and hair and skin anew a beauty from inside. Yet some with stomachs weak and frail may find it hard to drink, but fear not, for there's a tale of lactose-free, you'll think. So raise a glass and let us sing an ode to milk so pure, for all its healthful benefits We'll forever it adore. <laughs>
Wow. <laughs> so we hope you've enjoyed this first episode of our brand new podcast, Milking It, Discussions on Dairy. Um, I sure have enjoyed it. Uh, if you're listening to us on a streaming service that allows, please like, um, comment some feedback for us. Uh, things you liked, things you didn't. Uh, obviously, it's going to be less an artificial intelligence voice speaking at you in future episodes and more monologuing from myself um, about research I've done uh, and then also inviting special guests to discuss milk and milk theory with me. Uh, as I said before, come on back for our next episode where we'll, we'll be doing more of this, just reading off poetry that has to do with milk and milk theory. Uh, and in the future, we've got many different topics I plan on covering with us. Um, nonetheless, thank you so much for listening and have a blessed day in this milky way. <laughs>